This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, give us a call here at 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or you can visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Joining us this morning, he's here. He's clear. Tony, what's shaking, bacon? I am here and a uh, great day. Uh, not much. I'm just uh, really enjoying, you know, the week. I've had a good one. Uh, spending a lot of time with family. We've had family in town visiting, uh, which is good because uh, they're good friends. My brother and sister-in-law. So, or my, um, my brother-in-law and my wife's sister, I should say. But anyway, I'm doing good. How about you? What's going on? I am hotter than the seventh circle of Hades. Yeah, it is. Been- oh, my God in heaven. <laughs> well, I'm up in Minnesota right now, so the weather isn't so oh, bad. Oh, my word. Uh, you know, when you when and, and those in Georgia will know what I'm talking about. Whenever you walk outside or you look outside your window and your windows are sweating because of the condensation, because they because there's literally that much moisture in the air. It is it is time to go on vacation. So uh, I'm looking forward to cooler climates. Yeah. Yeah, you you it's God's country down there, but this time of year, boy, it, July it and is, August. It is, but hey, you know, it's it's God's country so much that the devil comes down uh every now and again from July to August and uh he takes a vacation here and holy cow, he brings the heat with him. <laughs> it's the devil's vacation. Oh my god. Spot. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, you guys have the humidity. I can't. I can't. Yeah, you throw I, mosquitoes I just, and gnats on, and you you'll you'll find your own hell on earth. Yeah, I've never been able to properly explain myself in that climate. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm not. I'm not. But suited. there again, you know, like I said, we we have about uh, we 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 actually only have fall, spring, and uh, a long summer. Uh, very very little winter so uh, if you're a fan of nice weather between let's say you're listening to this on the podcast and you're out in sunny california oregon somewhere on the on the west coast where things are a little bit crazier than they are here and you want to come visit make sure you do it between the time of let's say october and may Uh, other than that you probably want to stay where you are yeah and you want to avoid uh, Minnesota, where I'm from, about nine months out of the year. Yeah, I'm, uh, the I'm, three the three good months the three good months are July, August, July, and September. August and September, and really June, July, August, because even but September. So we got about three and a half good months there. Um, it can get really humid here, and we've had a couple of hot, humid days here. But you know, in between is nice. You know, in the 60s at night and 
80 and sunny in the day with a breeze, so that's nice. It's 80 and sunny here at night and 115 in the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> that's no good. That's no good. Oh, well, Lord. I'll tell you what, speaking of uh, the heat is on, what in the world is going on? Uh, you've got... Uh, You've got an axe to grind today, I can tell. You know, uh, Tony, every now and again, I just I read some of these I read some of these articles, you know, whether it's on Wall Street Journal, Market Watch, <clears throat> Forbes, uh, you know, Barron's, etc. And, and it just it just infuriates me, okay? Because I, I feel like we have we have gone to a place where common sense is kind of like the twilight zone. You have now entered the twilight zone where common sense has been left behind. I mean, you know, it's like uh, I was listening. I told you that the title of the show are the good times really over for good. Borrowed it from uh, one of my favorite songs by Merle Haggard. And and it's it just is so fitting because it's like everywhere you turn if you look at the news, it's like, oh, my God, there's only bad news. Oh, my God, we're going to have 10 percent inflation. Well, uh, I, I personally think inflation is not far from rolling over. I can't I can't give you the time, the date, the second. But I do think a lot of the damage has been done that we are not seeing. Uh, the market has definitely been volatile. Uh, one of the actually worst start to the S&P and the NASDAQ uh, since, what, 1970? Uh, so I, I think for those who were not prepared, have been caught flat-footed, probably a little bit concerned. I get it. That's the reason, hopefully, if you've been listening to our show, you haven't been caught flat-footed. Or if you're a client of ours, we know you haven't been caught flat-footed. Um, and then you have, you know, politics. It's like, you know, 4th of July. You, you had the president of the United States uh, literally bashing America. You know, I understand that we we have a, a lot of problems in this country, but I also understand this because I have actually traveled outside of the state of Georgia. If if you go overseas, I want to I want you if you're out there listening and I want to I want to give the Pepsi challenge here. I want you to go and find me one country that you would literally sell everything, chuck it all and move to over the United States of America. You, I, I don't I, you can't argue that point to me. I, I don't believe we're there. And the fact that our leadership and our politics are getting to this point, it's just it's ridiculous. And then, you know, I also think, Tony, on on another hand, you have like uh, who was it? Bernie Sanders. Uh, oh, Lord, uh, you know, this is going to be good here. Uh, so you had Bernie <laughs> Sanders and Peter DeFazio. They have introduced the Social Security Expansion Act. And this just goes to government and just the overall environment we're in. Right. Because accountability is just out the window, right? We we have just let, let's just go ahead and call call it what it is. We threw it out the window, ran over it, backed up over it, ran back over it, and we're going down the road, right? It's just you, you can just throw it out the window because they're talking about trying to 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 restore solvency to the social security system by increasing revenues and raising benefits. What in the wow. hell are you talking about? 
your social security by increasing revenues and raising benefits. Well, Tony, maybe it's just me, but if you want to make sure it's solvent and keep more funds in reserves to make sure you can pay your benefits that are owed to the people who have paid them, i.e. our listeners and our clients, why would you raise I understand the cost of living adjustment for for Social Security. That's not what I'm talking about. There is a provision in here that would allow dependent benefits to extend for kids from 18 to 22 or as long as the child is in high school, college or vocational school. Tony. Hmm. Tony, when 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 did we when did we get to the point, and maybe you can help me out with this because I'm I'm a little unclear on this. When did we get to the point where at some point, if you all right, you have kids today that want to be treated like an adult literally at 14 years old, right? Except right. for when it comes to the law or except when it comes to paying bills. But then you have these these politicians that are trying to, in my opinion, are trying to to buy votes. That's that's my opinion. You know, hey, let's let's create a Democrat. Um, you, and sorry, but it is what it is because these are two Democrats that are sponsoring the bill. Um, let's create them because we're going to create an environment where we're going to continue to give. We're gonna we're gonna forgive student loan debt. We're gonna raise Social Security age from eighteen to twenty two for dependents for benefits. We're gonna give health insurance to to twenty six to thirty in Florida. Uh, Lord have mercy, Tony. Why? When when yeah. did it become when did it become so uh, so taboo to let a child or let an adult if that's what they want to be called and they want to be treated as such and there are a lot of 18-year-olds that are actually more of an adult than some 30-year-olds. Let me let's be honest. But how is it that we are to the point where we can't let these children or these adults stand on their own two feet? Back when when I was talking about the uh, the Merle Haggard song, you know, think about it, in, this, in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s, and I understand that, you know, oh, well, people grew up earlier back then. Well, that, you know why? It's because whenever they got 18 years old, they had to move out. They had to go and get a job. Right. They had to be on their own. Yep. And you know what? that's your generation. If you're listening to this show, I can probably guarantee you're not 18 years old, right? You're, you're in your 40s, 50s, maybe even 60, 70 years old. That was your generation. Why is it that your environment was not good enough or is not good enough for your children? You know, I think we put so much emphasis on trying to make things better for our kids than what we had it when we don't realize the fact that what made us who we are are our life experiences and a little bit of stress is not a bad thing. You know, I get it. You know, people say, oh, well, you know, kids are under a different different amount of stress today. I get it. You know, they have social media to deal with. They have things they have to deal with uh, that we didn't. You know, constant potential electronic or digital or online bullying. I, I get that, right? And and that is terrible. But at the same time, we, have, we are robbing our children, Tony, and I have three kids. We are robbing our children with the satisfaction and the 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 sense of self-fulfillment and self-dependence, we're robbing them of, of these these feelings and we're robbing them of, of being able to do things on their own and accomplish things on their own. I don't understand where I don't understand how we got here, Tony. I really don't. That's that's my axe to grind for today. I, I don't get it. it. Help me out. Help me understand this. 
So what they're doing is... No, I know what they're clear. doing. Tell me what you think, because... Do you, well, I want to clarify what they're doing. So they're they're increasing the cost of Social Security right. to it, companies and individuals. They're going to raise the percentage we pay into Social so, Security. So the correct? actual numbers, uh, I'll, I'll read you a snippet. It says, sure. under the proposal, payroll taxes would be imposed on earnings over 250000 uh, twelve point four tax, twelve point four percent tax would be assessed on in, on investment income, business income over two fifty for couples, two hundred thousand for individuals, and a and a sixteen point two net investment income tax would be imposed on active S corp holders and active limited partners. Which there again, so you have you have companies. They're talking about taxing companies more. But there are some companies that like, for instance, if you if you have a real estate company, you you buy and sell real estate. That's not an employer. That's not an employer employee benefit or relationship. Why are you paying right. Social Security tax whenever it's it is literally a holding company? But that's what sure. they're talking about doing is rating these coffers. Sure. So, but then turning around and and increasing like how much we have in liabilities benefit. and benefits that makes sure. absolutely no sense. Right now, I get the fact that they need to do something to shore up social security, which I am all in favor and, of, obviously. Yep, and, and so they're talking about increasing how much you know people pay in, uh, and corporations pay in. But then at the same time, this proposal would also increase benefits so it would be a, so they're really not shoring up social security is what you're exactly well and i mean let's face it it's politics it's it's how can we how can we position ourselves to get the most votes possible right number one number one job of a politician it's not to do what's in the best interest it's of the constituents it's basically to get reelected, and and i think that just this is this is evidence or further evidence of that i mean don't get me wrong if if you have a child that is special needs if there is an is an extenuating circumstance you will never hear me complain it uh, complain about it but if you have an able-bodied 18 year old that can get out and go to work if they don't want to go to college or they can get out and they can go and 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 provide for themselves why 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 not right tony why why take that from them you know what i blame this on you're you're gonna laugh but you know what i blame this on What's the that? trophy generation. Oh, everybody gets everybody a gets a trophy. Well, you know what, folks? Everybody doesn't get a trophy. And and I think that's that's really kind of where we are, is we've gotten to the point where it's like we 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 can't let anyone's self-esteem be hurt. We can't let anyone fail. I can assure you, from being a business owner, from being a an adult, you learn more. If you are under 40, you need to hear this. You learn more from failure than you do from success. Period. Right. Mic drop. End of story. Yep. Because you learn what not to do or you learn how to do it better. You 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 create opportunity. It gives you that drive. It, it you know, hey, Cole. What does pressure do to coal? It makes diamonds. Folks, yep. it, the only way that we can save our kids and save this generation that's coming along is we've got to give them some some skin in the game. They've got to get that that fulfillment and and I don't understand how increasing the the cost of social security is going to provide that to them. I I just I don't. 
You know, I Tony, you you and I know uh, we talk about this all the time. Social Security, if you paid into it, by God, you deserve it, and I want you to get it. We've talked over and over. I, I firmly believe, you know, it's it's going to hair lip the Pope, as they say, but I firmly believe that, you know, what should we do? I think we should take our generation, so say the Gen Xers, and instead of us retiring full retirement age at 67, I think it should go to 68, 69. I think we should actually, because we're working longer, we're living longer. You know, Social Security, as as the as the politicians say, nothing is guaranteed in the Constitution. Well, that's true. And I don't remember there being a guarantee on the retirement benefit. You know, if you're in your 30s, 40s, or 50s, I... I don't understand why increasing it like we did previously is is not a good idea. You know, they say the first person to live to 125 has already been born. Hallmark, fastest growing demographic by percentage is is age 100 birthday cards. We are living longer. So back whenever you had a life expectancy of, say, 75, 70, 65, 70, 75 years old, then, yes, you had an earlier time to withdraw or to activate your social security benefits. Now we're living in our 85, 90, 92, 95 years old, Tony. Why can't we move that to 69, 70 years old? I don't understand how it's, it's this difficult. Yeah. I thought, I thought that when they talk about shoring up social security, they do what they'd done before and raise the full retirement age. They raised it from 65 to 66, then 66 to 67 which is my reti- full retirement age is 67. Right, it's based everybody. On when I was Everybody's born. right now yeah. 67. Yeah, so 67. Uh, but I thought, oh, let's bump it to 69. That would really uh, help because they pay out a lot uh, in those years. Those would be years where they're not paying out as much. So that would help shore up Social Security. That in and of itself would do a lot to fix it. Well, that um, and... But that's not even in the proposal. It's, from what I read, no, it's not. Well, I'll tell you something wow. else. And this is, this is once again, my opinion. Uh, you know, take Social Security and extend the, the uh, full retirement age from, say, 67 to 69. But also take the early retirement age from 62 to 64, 65 years old. Yeah, because here, here's yeah. the thing, Tony, and, and I, I know this is not going to be popular to a lot of people, and I'm sorry if you're still working. Let, let's face it. We we do not have the capacity to take the population as it's currently in our country. You know, you can't take that many millions of people and continue to compound the cost of Social Security keep it healthy and provide future solvency and benefits without doing something to to shore up this longevity wave that we're getting baby boomers right now you know if you were born and this is this is my opinion once again if you were born 1960 and before i don't think your benefit changes a bit if you were born 60 to 70 i think you know instead of 67 you go to 68 60 do do a step 60 67 in two months four months like we did before but you can you can give a long enough time horizon to retirees to help them fill these voids and these benefits the problem is we have got a a very tight 
uh, market right now as far as inflation goes. Our checks are not going as far as they used to, and I get it. It's very tough to max out those 401ks because you know inflation's running at you know eight nine percent. I actually read an article the other day. It said uh, the average the average household in this country is spending between ten and twenty two percent of their paycheck on nothing but fuel costs and heating and cooling their home. That's crazy, Tony. This is this is a problem that goes far beyond from where what we're talking about. We have got inflation that's out of control due to politics. Let's face it, we were energy independent, and and I'm not bashing. I'm just telling you the God's honest truth and the facts. Two years ago, argue with me and tell me we weren't energy independent. We were paying a do, less than a two dollars a, ga- a gallon for gas, dollar eighty in our area. Now all of a sudden, we're paying four five dollars a gallon, six dollars a gallon for diesel fuel. You know, if you want to know why people are having problems trying to visualize this, is they're saying, okay, wait a minute. So how am I going to fill this void and fill this gap whenever, you know, later on down the road, I've got to provide the I've got to provide more money, but I can't afford to put money in my 401k right now because uh, of inflation is is eating a quarter of my my take home. I get it. I get it. And and once again, folks, I'm not saying that I have all the answers. We're just we're just talking through. These are some of the things that have got to be addressed in our country and they are just doing a very poor job of of addressing it. It just is what it Wait. is. Wait, no. Yeah. No, yeah. Congress. Congress. The Senate, and it's both it's both sides. You mean you mean they're doing a poor it's job? It's both sides, Tony. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, you got to give credit where credit's due. And and Oh my god, they're it, it's that we don't call it the do nothing Congress for nothing. They, I mean, it's yeah, we've that problem has existed. It has, it has. But, but I folks, mean, you know, here's the thing. There are so many issues out there right now, uh, whether it's rising interest rates that are that are killing you in your bond portfolio or part of your your 401ks and your IRAs and your retirement savings, whether it's the markets having the worst start since 1970. What what have we talked about over and over on this show? It's plan as if it's going to be worst case scenarios so that that way, if it is, you can survive it. If it's not, then you can actually thrive in it. And that's really kind of where we are, Tony. I don't I don't really know what else we can say. Um, It is it is what it is. Uh, One of the things I would encourage you to do is if you're in the middle of it and you you haven't planned for it, there is no time like like today. Uh, There's an old Chinese proverb says, when's the best time to plant a tree? 30 years ago. When's the second best time to plant a tree? Today. You've got to do something to right your ship. You can't just allow it just to drift uh, without without direction. Although let's talk about direction, Tony. Uh, had a had a had a one of those TikTok videos pop up on my phone. <laughs> and, oh no! And remember, we talked about the financial influencer. Well, okay. think about this. It's called retirement hacks, and it should be called retirement hacks because this person is a retirement hack. But it's <laughs> a retirement <laughs> hack. <laughs> And what they were what they were talking about was, uh, you know, you you shouldn't do a 401k rollover because what happens if you still wanted to get the match? Well, if you're 59 and a half and you have a qualifying event and you roll over money from a 401k to an IRA, assuming it's the right thing to do, you don't lose the match. 
you literally can take money and put it in another account and a rollover account and still get the match from your company. You're not, you're not discontinuing your participation in the plan. You're just moving from one, your left pocket to your right pocket. That's ridiculous. That's the key, right? That's the solution is to have a plan and to work with a financial services professional. So before we go one more time, let our listeners know how they can set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. Absolutely, Tony. Each week we give three 20-minute Ask Us Anything sessions. It's an hour for our listeners. Uh, it's up to you, but you if you don't call, you can't. It, just like the lottery. If you don't play, you can't win. If you don't call, you can't win. Give us a call, 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. All right. Sounds good. And uh, what a great show today. There's a lot going on out there, and you covered a lot of topics. But listeners, that does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 